Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Pages Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Mike Molino and Marvazan, per usual. All right, guys, so the Patriots this past Sunday took down the Eagles. They still only have one loss on the season, but it wasn't this... For, for the Patriots-Eagles game, I thought this was going to be Bill Belichick and Tom Brady really shoving it down the Eagles' throat since this was like a semi-revenge game from the Super Bowl. You know they always go with the, oh, no, we don't think about past games, but you know they thought about the Super Bowl before that game. But the offense, again, didn't look great. And for the Patriots, this entire Patriots dynasty has been Tom Brady in this offense. They're just, they're elite. And this season, it's a total 180. It's the defense, which is the star of this team, and the offense is struggling. So, sticking with the offense struggling portion of this, they put up 17 points yesterday, only scored one touchdown. Guys, is the issue with the Patriots' offense on Tom Brady, more on Tom Brady in his age? Is he not playing well? Or is it more on the pieces around him, the offensive line, the receiving core? What do you guys think? Marv, we'll start with you. I think, I know this is a cheap way to answer this question, but it has to be a little bit of both. Look, this offense is still, it's crazy to say in week 11 going into week 12, but this offense is still pretty, pretty new. It's still, there's a lot of new faces on the field. We just had Nikhil Harry's debut in week 11, you know, on Muhammad Sanu. This is what his fourth week now getting acclimated into the system. Yep. So still new faces. You really know about the offensive line. A bunch of backups there. This hopefully is Newhouse's last week as the left tackle. <laughs> you, for... dude, you have to pray. <laughs> like, These guys are, are revolving door. We are, <laughs> we are <laughs> praying, <laughs> hoping that this is Newhouse's last week because this guy went from he's okay, serviceable to the worst player in the New England Patriots history. It's bad. <laughs> it's, bad. bad. it's gotten real bad for us. So with all of that. All of that being said, you know, that's going to be tough on any quarterback. Having a bad offensive line, having new pieces to fit in week by week in the middle of the season. Then you got to talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady has missed a lot of throws. He has not been playing well. He looks like he's um, afraid to get hit at times, so he gets rid of the ball earlier than he should. He, well, I would the, be this, too if you had no left tackle. Yeah, you and when you're 42, that's what that also you also got to think about that when you're trying to when you're playing for longevity and not playing for the win yeah. as well, you know. He's playing for more than just 
or when he's playing for the TB12 method to work as well. So all of these things work and work into play. Um, like I said, he hasn't been as efficient as before the red zone, which I know we'll be getting into. He's missed some throws. He's missed some throws in the red zone. We're talking about in last game against the Eagles. Obviously, Adam should have caught that ball. We all know what I'm talking about, but he threw one right to the Eagles defender. He missed James White in the flat. So there's a lot of things there where Brady's ball has not looked great. The deep ball seems to be non-existent pretty much. If you think about the um the first double pass play that they had in this game where he he throws it down to Dorsett, it just didn't have enough zip to get there to him. So, you know, Brady has been struggling a lot this year. A lot of people won't talk about it. They'll talk about this offensive line being trash, having new receivers, but Brady, he himself needs to be able to say, I need to play better. Unfortunately, I didn't even hear that in the press conference. We saw the press conference. He was pissed. He was tight about the whole situation. But... I would have loved to see a little more accountability from Tom Brady saying, yo, I had a bad game, and I know that in order for this offense to improve, I need to play better. All right, Mike, before we jump over to you, guys, the football and basketball seasons are in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You guys can even bet on wild prop bets. Who's going to be the next coach to get canned and who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest two-market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Guys, if you gamble, go do it. It is a great, great deal. All right, Mike, what do you think? Is this more to blame on Tom Brady or is it more to blame on the pieces around him? I I look at this offense and I just kind of chuck it up a little bit as the snowball effect. And when I say that, I mean it's really snowballed into a lot of issues all the way around. Uh, kind of similar to what Marv said, it, it goes on both sides. And the offensive line started breaking down with players getting hurt, you lose, win. The running backs, especially Sony Michelle, not running the ball well. That also was because a little bit of the offensive line and Sony Michelle not being somewhat the same player he was a year ago. Wide receivers, a little bit of a revolving door of players in and out. Antonio Brown, in and out. Uh, Josh Gordon. Um, Guys getting hurt to come back, uh, trying to get Nikhil Harry involved. And then Tom Brady, you know, people don't sometimes want to talk about it, but the guy's 42 years old. Let's not sugarcoat it and be gold around that. He's old, and he's not the same quarterback he once was before. Is that, does that say he absolutely sucks now? No, I'm not saying that at all. But the fact still remains that this guy just is not the same person, not the same athlete, not the same quarterback who he once was. Does that mean he can no longer get the job done? No. That does not mean that. What I'm saying is when I look at this offense, you got to put point fling, fingers all around. Everybody can get a little bit of blame. The wide receivers, Brady, the offensive line, the running backs, they're just not clicking and getting the job done right now. I'm similar to you, Nick. I looked at this game, the revenge game. Patriots, I felt, wanted to come out and make a statement against the Eagles. Yes, they Especially don't coming want- off of a bye week. 
coming out of a bye week, you know, the whole saying, oh, Patriots don't lose back-to-back games. Okay, cool. But yep. you also felt like coming off a bye week, coming off a game where the Ravens somewhat, in a sense, embarrassed you a little bit. You wanted to make a statement against a team that beat you in the Super Bowl and the team that gets the, you get the first crack at coming out of a bye week. And the game was lackluster, especially offensively. Um, you would hope that it can get better because at the end of the day, this is the team that the Patriots are going to have to work with. You know, everybody's healthy for the most part. Everybody's out there. Every There's nobody missing right now that I can think of other than, yes, Isaiah went on the offensive line. But in terms of weapons that Brady has, Nikhil Harris, fish, finally healthy. Edelman's there. Dorsett was out there. Myers was out there. Sanu's out there. James White, Burkhead, um, Sony Michelle, they're all there. This is what it's going to be. So they have to figure it out. Right now, it's kind of struggling. They are in a tough part of the schedule, but blame can be pointed all around for this New England Patriots offense. Yeah, and just just my question is, what am I watching with this offense? I mean, Mike, like going on going on based off of what you said, it's this is the offense. This is what you have. These are the receivers that you have. This is what you were going yeah. to be stuck with. So you're going to have to figure it out. There's nobody else coming through those doors, and I think. I would like I wouldn't like to blame Tom Brady, but I got I have to blame the pieces around him more, mostly because I don't know if it's necessarily fair right now to blame Tom Brady. I don't think he's been great by any means. I don't think he's been really good by any means. He's missing passes. He's not throwing contested balls because a I don't think he trusts his receivers enough to do that. And he's just he's missing guys. That there was an interception in the end zone or a dropped ball in the end zone that he threw yesterday that should have been an interception. That was a crucial, crucial. Yes. Yep. So this is the team that you're gonna have to go with. And just but just looking at the pieces around him, the receiving core, I mean, it's been it's been multiple guys in and out. Antonio Brown was on this team at one point. Like, what are we doing here? Demarius Thomas was on this team at one point. He's gone. Josh Gordon's gone. And now we don't have to... Can we stop this conversation that we have every summer, too, when he doesn't show up to these optional training camps and people are like, Brady, how come you're not here? You have to work with your receivers. You have to gain a relationship. That that doesn't matter if these guys are going to be gone within weeks. Yeah. Because this, this, this seems like an entire new receiving core. And the offensive line, too. I mean, Brady's throwing the ball quick. He's getting it out faster than he even needs to. And I think that's, that's affecting his throws in a huge way. Marshall, Marshall Newhouse being booted out of the offensive line once Isaiah Wynn comes back, I think is going to be huge because he's going to actually have trust on his left side now. He <laughs> it's just blindsided. He, he has no idea. He has I, no idea how many people are coming from his left side because Marshall Newhouse can't stop anybody. But I think sometimes – we get caught up in the fact that do we necessarily feel Isaiah Wynn is the savior to this, to this no. offense? No, like, not even the offensive line. You know, doing it like the post-game show, a lot of people say, well, Wynn's coming back. Wynn's coming back. I understand Wynn's coming back, and he'll shore up that left tackle spot a little bit, but I don't think he's necessarily going to solve all the problems that some people make it seem like. I, I mean, I don't either, especially with because no, David Andrews is out. Newhouse has been bad. Is, he's been bad. He's poor. He leads the team in, um what? disrupts like it's 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 ridiculously how bad he is adding anybody is going to help somewhat and if you can give brady even a split second more of confidence that'll go a long way with this offense that and that's that's all it is though i think he needs just more confidence a in his receiving core he needs more confidence based all around this offense and and i don't know and there's always been that talk about brady not really trusting young receivers guess what he's gonna have to 
because Nikhil Harry came back and he's gonna have to he's gonna have to bring Nikhil Harry, make him a key component of this offense if he wants this receiving core to get better. He's gonna have to trust him, he's gonna have to trust Jacoby Myers. He's just gonna have to do it if this offense is gonna succeed. The running game is non existent. They've become one dimensional. And plus, you know what? On top of that, Philly Perry, he tweeted this yesterday. Twenty three and this is astounding. 23 of his 26 completions came within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage. 19 came within five yards of the line of, line of scrimmage. They're so one-dimensional, they can't even get the ball past the 10, past 10 yards downfield for a throw. They have no deep threat. All they're doing is dropping little screen passes. They've got no run game. The offensive line is garbage. The offensive line is struggling big time. Um, even the guys that you can depend on, like Shaq Mason, like that, there are people this. Just all around. The pieces around Brady are not good. Brady has not been good either. But overall, the offense, they got to figure it out. They're going to have to figure it out. There's a lot of issues that they're going to have to work out. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Marvazan and Mike Molino. All right, guys, the Patriots still sit with one loss on the year. The Ravens. Ravens looking better and better by the week. Ravens still have, now they're down to two losses, and they just spanked a team that we've been calling a contender. Or who's, who, Marv, has it been you who's been talking up the Texans a lot? I have, I sure, sure have. Sure has. And I the sh- Ravens and I sure been wrong. spanked them. Spanked them. 41-7. to Lamar Jackson put on another clinic. So, guys, are the Patriots going to end up with the one seed? Because the Ravens don't look like they're slowing down. And even on the defensive side of the ball, I remember earlier in the year, we talked about the one or one key issue with the Ravens and why I didn't think they were really a contender at midway through the year or midway through this first half of the season was because the defense wasn't that good. I thought the defense was overrated. The defense is only seventh in points allowed now. So this defense is stepping up and couple that with the offense. The Ravens are looking damn good. So Marv, what do you think? Are the Patriots going to end up with a one seed and is it critical that they, that they do and if they don't, can they win on the road in the postseason? Which basically is the question, is it critical if they do? Two weeks ago, if you were to ask this question, I think everyone would easily say, two, three weeks ago, everyone would easily say, yeah, number one seat is locked up easily. The road to the Super Bowl it goes through New England. Now that road has gone in a lot tougher to get the number one seat for all the reasons that you just stated, Nick. Um but I don't think it's essential that they get the number one seed for them to make it to the Super Bowl, all due to their defense. The Patriots' defense can travel. They can travel on the road and still be as dominant. I think they've proven that to us in these 11 weeks, that this defense is elite. Yes, you mentioned um, the Baltimore Ravens and how they beat the Patriots earlier in the season. But I still believe that if you give this defense another shot at Lamar Jackson with Bill Belichick and that crew to really game plan against their offense, Patriots will come out with better results. Offensively, Patriots are struggling. We understand that, but this is the season where what do the Patriots do? They find something that they are really struggling with, and throughout the year, they'll slowly mature. They'll figure it out, and I, I think by December, January, that their offense will be a lot better than what we saw against the Eagles because it has to be. It can't really get worse than that. It really can't get as bad as just dipping and dunking to um, James White, Rex Burkhead, and Julian Edelman. I think this offense will evolve with with the emergence of Nikhil Harry, Dorsett gets healthy, Jacoby Myers and such. So I think it does get tougher. Um, They still have a good chance to 
if they can, you know, come out alive against the Dallas Cowboys and Kansas City Chiefs, that number one seed should be locked up for them. If not, if they do lose because they have the tiebreaker with the um, Baltimore Ravens, I'm still not worried with their chances because of their defense. I feel like that a, def- a defense that well can travel anywhere. So just looking at the schedule before we jump over to you, Mike, the Patriots schedule to finish off the year. Remember, the Patriots only have one loss. Ravens have two right now. Patriots schedule, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. Ravens schedule, both both pretty decent, decently tough schedules. I think the Patriots it's a little bit harder, though. Ravens schedule, Rams, 49ers, Bills, Jets, Browns, Steelers. All right, Mike, before we hop over to you, though, guys, the football and basketball seasons, they are in full swing. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag, and sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the entire season. You guys can even bet on wild prop bets. Who's going to be the next head coach to be canned and who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Mike, what do you think? Do they end up with a one seed, and is it critical if they do? I believe the Patriots will still end up with the one seed, but it is not critical that they do. So if it's a situation where they do fall out of a chance to you know, have that one number one seed home field advantage throughout. I don't see it as the end all be all for the doing the Patriots in this season. Um, perfect example: last year, Patriots were not the one seed, and a team that was feared, kind of similar to how this season's progressing, uh, is the Baltimore. Uh, last year was the Kansas City Chiefs. We're in the um, same situation. Same I think, situation I think we probably year. had this question last year. Probably mm-hmm. did, and it's a roundtable last year. Same question. And I think at the time... Patriots weren't no number one seed last year, though. I'll tell you that. (laughs) People were fearing fearing what Kansas City brought to the table. They were fearing saying, okay, if you need to have to go to Arrowhead Stadium and face Kansas City, it's going to be a tough day for you. Now, this time around, we're getting an inch closer to people saying, well, if you got to go to Baltimore and take on Lamar Jackson and that team, it's going to be a tough day for you. But I'm going to stick with what history has shown me and history has shown me that this Patriots team led by Bill Belichick and Tom Brady can step on the field anywhere and get a have a chance to win and get the job done. I understand there are teams, you know, the new shiny new toy, you know, in the lot, you know, the Baltimore Ravens are that shiny new toy in a sense this year, similar to what Kansas City was last last year. And people see that shiny new toy and figure, okay, this is the guy, this is the team that's going to take over. This is the team that, you know, is going to get things done. You saw what happened. I'm, I'm going to believe that this Patriots team can do it again. But, yeah, who doesn't want a number one seed? Of course, if you have the number one seed, you take that, you hold on to it, and you be dominant with it, something that the Patriots have done before in the past that have led them to a Super Bowl. Um, this year, if it doesn't unfold like that, will the Patriots hold on to it? And it by chance has to go through Baltimore, or I know Kansas City is not too far off from possibly – marching their way back up there. I don't see it happening, but I don't feel like it's critical for the Patriots to lock it down. If they do, great, wonderful, splendid. If they don't, 
It's going to be a little tougher, but we know if there's one team that can handle a tough, bumpy road, it's Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. I mean, are the Patriots going to end up with a one seed? It's tough. It's tough because I've already, I think the Patriots are going to lose at least one more, maybe even two, because they always drop that divisional game every single year. I've brought this up a bunch you of times. You said that so many times. They always drop that stupid divisional game, which, which they got the Bills, they got at the home, left. Yeah, but they could, Not but. At home. But it's it would it would be one of those games like much like the games last year and we were like man this team is not a Super Bowl team they might just have a flat game I just expect them to lose well okay maybe if it's not even a divisional game they got the Cowboys Texans Chiefs Bengals Bills Dolphins it would be wild if the first win for the Bengals this year came against the Patriots that would be nuts but I think the Patriots drop another game and the Ravens I would imagine too but I have I have a feeling that the Ravens are going to end up coming out of this with the number one seed in the conference. And we had this conversation a lot last year, like we alluded to with the Chiefs. It was almost the same thing. Is it crucial? Is it necessary for the Patriots to get that number one seed? Because you don't want to travel to Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs are going to dominate if you go to Arrowhead Stadium and look what happened. But I think this might be a slightly different story when it comes to the Ravens. Because we talked about the Ravens a few weeks ago. Lamar Jackson has proven to be a capable passer, which we thought, I thought he was more of a one-dimensional guy, only really run, but he's he's sticking to his word before uh, what he said he would do before the season started. He's going to become a pocket passer, and that's what he's doing, and he's using his legs second, and he's when, he, when he's using his legs, he is scary. He has it's been over. At, he's, <laughs> it's, it's really bad. Video game-like. great. Yeah, he's great when he gets out of the pocket, and he's proven that he can pass the ball, and on top of all of that, the Patriots have struggled in the past with running quarterbacks. But on top of that, too, John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is the one coach in this league other than Tom Coughlin of the past. John Harbaugh is the one coach in this league who, for whatever reason, always seems to coach well against a Bill Belichick team. And if you have to go to Baltimore, you have to face Lamar Jackson again. I worry that the Patriots would have a tough time in Baltimore. So I think it is kind of crucial that this team gets the number one seed so you can make the playoffs go through the, go through Gillette. Because my confidence level with this team beating uh, the Ravens at home rather than in Baltimore, through the roof. Through the roof. All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Wally, sitting here with Mike Molino and Marv Zahn. All right, so one issue with the Patriots this year, we know they've got one loss, but it wouldn't be New England without talking a little doomsday. Patriots issue has been the red zone. And it's something that I've noticed throughout the year, and we've talked about here and there, but I actually looked up the numbers today, and <laughs> their red zone percentage, not good. Certainly not great, not what you want. The Patriots rank 25th in touchdown percentage once they enter the red zone. So when they once they get into the red zone, they only score touchdowns 48.84% of the time. For you guys who don't know math well, that is less than half. That is, the Patriots score touchdowns less than half the time when they get into the red zone. So, guys, with knowing that, how concerning is that for you guys? How concerning are the Red Sox, uh, Red Sox, the Patriots' red zone struggles? I got baseball in the mind. Got a couple how more months, Nick. Come on. <laughs> hey, it's, al- it's almost February, kind of. How concerning are the Patriots' red zone struggles? Michael, let's start with you. Yeah, it's it's very concerning. Um, usually, the better teams in the league, you know, when they Sorry, get in, you, the- you know who the you know who the best is though. Sorry, you know who the number one once they get into the red zone, they score the most. Oh. The Titans. Random. 
<laughs> well, I mean, well, that just says they don't get there often, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I I called them garbage. I called them hot garbage last week. You did. You did. But yeah, usually for the most part, some of the better teams. In the league, you know, once they get into the red zone, you have the fear that they are, they're most likely going to find a way to get six, seven points on the board. Um, and right now, the Patriots are definitely struggling. You put the stats out there. You know, it's just disappointing with the fact that, okay, yes, you knew there's no more Gronkowski in the picture. So you eliminate that element of having that threat. Hey, in the red zone. got a press get conference there. on Tuesday. Uh, don't get me started. Big announcement on Tuesday. Please, Nick, please, please. But then another guy who has seemed to just disappear, taking a huge step back, sophomore slump, whatever you want to call it, Sony Michelle, who when he had opportunities last year in the red zone, you knew, okay, give Sony Michelle the ball, and he's punching the ball in. Easy, you know, you know, easy draw up right there to give Sony Michelle the ball and have him punch it in. It's not the case this year with him doing that. We've seen situations where the Patriots get into the red zone and they turn to Brandon Baldwin in the red zone to run it. They've turned to Brandon Bolden over Sony Michelle in the red zone a few times this season. That's where you know right there there's a problem. So, you know, that's what's very disappointing to me when I look at the red zone in a sense. You know, you would hope it'd get better. There's a lot of talk of, oh, now you have Nikhil Harry back. And he's such a great, you know, jump ball athlete that maybe you get into the red zone and Tom Brady puts it up there for Nikhil Harry to go get it. And that's uh, another threat in the red zone. We haven't seen that happen yet. And on the kill, Harry's just getting back. So hopefully, you know, that opportunity arises with Tom Brady and, and Harry can click down there. And, but you definitely want to see the run game get going you know, throughout the whole game in, in general. But in the red zone, if you know Brady can just hand it off to Michelle, who's the top guy, to punch it in, that would be huge. Um, something they need to figure out. There's still a lot of time left in the season you know, for them in the red zone and the offense in general to figure some things out. But it's definitely concerning when the Patriots get down there and there's a chance, possibility that they can't score a touchdown. Add in the fact that their kicking game has been a little bit questionable throughout the season. Luckily, kicker you know, number three, kicker number three, Falk, Falk is, you know, looks has looked a little bit reliable, you know, these last couple of weeks. But, you know, before and not having a reliable kicker, not being, you know, efficient in the red zone. Bad combination, but again, time is still on their side in terms of figuring things out. You know, you mentioned the run game too. I think one of the most notable things of this entire season is just how underwhelming, how, I mean, like, call it for what it is, how bad, how piss poor this run oh, game yeah. has been this year. Trash, trash, yeah. All right, guys, the football and basketball seasons are in full swing. Things that are not trash, betonline.ag. Get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus, just like I did, on your first deposit to start betting college or professional ball. Every spread, every total, every single winner or loser, straight bet parlay or tease your way through the entire season. You can even bet on wild prop bets. Who's going to be the next head coach to get canned? Who's going to win the NBA MVP? Definitely not Kyrie Irving, let me tell you that. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sports book experts. All right, Marv, again, Patriots 25th in touchdown percentage once entering the red zone with 48.84%. How concerning are the Patriots' red zone struggles for you this year? 
Extremely concerning. Mike nailed it with the running game. I know when you think about red zone, sometimes you don't think about how essential the running game is, but it's huge. And I don't think the Patriots know what to do when they get close to five, ten yards from the end zone, what to do with the running game. Mike mentioned you have Brandon Bolden. And sometimes you add in a James White, who I've seen in the red zone a lot more than Sony Michelle now. Add in a Rex Burkhead. They don't have set plays that they can go to and say, okay, once we are in the end zone, we can run this. A la when we had like a LeGarrette Blunt where you knew we're close to Cordell the goal Patterson. line. Cordell Patterson. Cordell Patterson was out, in the red you know, zone. He was going to put – because the – the tackles have not been great, so you can't really pitch it outside. You don't have the greatest tight ends right now. Ben Watson, you know, he's doing what he can, but he's he's a lot older, a lot uh, a lot slower. Lacoste, you saw what happened with him when he got a little bit of opportunity, almost almost fumbled that ball away, and luckily he was called um it, he was called down already. So it's just not a lot of reliable options. I think Brady needs to trust his receivers. A lot more. Put it There's out there and no see what trust in those receivers. See and see None. what they can do. You have you have Muhammad Sanu. You have Nikhil Harry that Mike mentioned. Put it out there and see if they can if they can go out there and make a play. Brady's so worried about um you know p- throwing the ball only where the receiver could get it, and he's been making some very bad throws with it. We saw that he can get fooled too. Now lately, he's been getting fooled in the red zone with some of the defenses not seeing where the safety is. Um. There was one time where the Ravens were supposed to intercept one of Brady's throws in the end zone, and it looked just like what Buffalo did um, a couple weeks earlier. So it's just they don't have set plays. I don't think they're confident. They know what they're doing in the red zone. When you have to, I love the trick play. I love the double pass element to Dorset. That's awesome. But when you see that in the red zone, that's when you know. Things are looking real scary for the Patriots when they have to do a double pass in the red zone. That's something that you just don't see. You usually see that, you know, a lot farther in the open field, like maybe 50 or 60 yards out. But when you have to see that in the red zone, some trickery, then you know that, man, this team is really struggling and having some set plays that they can just go to. Yeah, the, the offense has been so bad, especially in the red zone, that they have to resort to trick plays now. I mean, Julian Edelman's Julian Edelman's touchdown throw was the only touchdown that the Patriots scored right. yesterday. And that that's not to say I like trick plays. I'm all for yeah. trick plays and do yeah. I'm all for it. But it seems like it's a necessity now to get some points going. And that's the problem. In the margin of error, once you get into the red zone, this goes without saying, just it shrinks so much because there's no space on the field. And when you don't have trust in any of your receiving targets, I mean, how can you score? How are you going to get that in the end zone? And again, I think it all comes back to the run game. I think the lack of a run game just is just makes this this offense just so easy to protect. I mean, Rex Ryan, you know, Rex Ryan's semi trolling, but he said that he wished he could he could face this Patriots offense this year. And you know, I kind of agree with him because you don't have to guess much. Sony Michelle, in in, I don't know if we should really be shocked about how. Sony Michelle's regressed because we've all been in agreement before. A lot of his successes came off of the success of the offensive line last year when he was when he was doing great at the end of the year in the postseason. The offensive line was playing out of this world. Plus, on top of that, he had James Devlin blocking for him. He's they've got Landon Roberts blocking for him this year, and they had Rob Gronkowski, which Rob Gronkowski was a great run blocker. They don't have yeah. that this year, so now Sony Michelle's going to have to rely on that skill. And so far, it's not looking like he has the skill to make up for the lack of the offensive line, the lack of those solid blocking tight ends. So not having a run game just makes your red zone so so difficult because you're going to have to pass the ball every time. 
Cordell Patterson, line him up, just let him run people over on the one-yard line. I wish he was back here again. But, yeah, it's concerning as hell because once you get into the postseason, when you start playing teams like the Chiefs, like the Ravens, those teams who are going to put up a lot of points, you can't be settling for field goal after field goal after field goal. You have to score touchdowns. If the Patriots can't score touchdowns, they're going to have a tough time in the postseason, especially if they have to play the Ravens in the AFC Championship. Because you don't, I don't think the Ravens are going to be going for, uh, for, for field goals, even though they could, because they've probably got the most reliable kicker in the league in Justin Tucker right now. But they're not going to be settling for field goals. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to be scoring touchdowns. You need to fix this red zone issue, or you are not going to. If you do not fix this red zone issue this year, I don't think you're going to the Super Bowl. I don't, because this is 25th in the league. That is putrid. That is bad. All right, guys. Thank you for watching another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualley, Mike Molino, Marv is on. Guys, don't forget to catch Mike and Marv after every single Patriots game. They've got the CLNS Media Patriots postgame show. It's great. It's phenomenal, guys. Go check that out. We're going to be back next week. Don't forget our Twitter things definitely already popped up at some point, so go back, get those, and follow us on Twitter as well. Nick Qualia, Marvazan, and Mike Molino. Guys, we're going to be back next week for another set of the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. We'll talk to you then. Thanks for watching.